Oh. Say anything new? No. Um. Yeah. So I w- I wanted to you know just get into some philosophical stuff right now. Okay. So I was thinking like. There's a, there's a lot of stuff. So, so you know, we're talking about all this stuff. <clears throat> all the quadrants are connected. So, like, the idea of astrology can affect psychology. Astrology is the first quadrant. Or astrology is physics. It's the first quadrant. It's about the stars. And about, like, you know, the, the forces of nature and stuff affecting through the stars and everything. And then the, the fourth quadrant, psychology, there's four primary fields of science according to Comp's model, right? And so astrology can affect that. Okay, that makes sense in the quadrant orientation. But the, but the thing is, like, I've, I want you to know that I've read all these books, like, listen to all these audio books, like, on math and stuff. And it's a conspiracy. The, the, this reality, it, it is supernatural. So I, what I want get to get out with you is it is, like, you, you yeah, it's, it's almost like you have to have faith in, like, in God almost. That there is a supernatural element, a mystical element. And I think that you you would be afraid of this because you would be like, oh, this is a little bit magical thinking and stuff. And maybe that does, it is self-confirmatory. But I don't know. At the same time, I would say that maybe this is the truth. That there is some sort of, and it doesn't have to be anthropomorphic, like a, a body. But there is some sort of mystical force throughout everything. Whether it's changing time or whatever through the Mandela effect, I don't know. But you know, I listen to these audiobooks. Like I just listened to this math one on like, on like mistakes that happened in math and all these mistakes that would happen. Like they created the, you know, 256 it's four to the fourth power. So it messed up this game and it messed up this game because it could only go up to 256 four to the fourth power. And it's in the Gandhi game. And then they have like, you know, and then he's talking about like, okay, then this mistake happened here. And it was, it was cause it was, it stopped at 4,000. And this one was like this and like all these things. And it always would relate back to the quadrant to the number four and, and back to, and it's like a mystical type of thing. And it's in every book that I read and every, every, uh, you know, lecture or series I'm listening to, this thing is just coming up over and over again, every time in, in a way that it's not like, Oh, well, it's just the way that people categorize things. Like you, you, that's what you propose. You thought that, that would be the best way to look at it. It's not, this is something going on. That's like, it's, it's, it's kind of humorous and it's playful with reality that there's some sort of higher cosmic force intelligence doing this. Yeah, well, there's no doubt in my mind that there, that that, whether you call it God or or energy or whatever. No, yeah, no. Or or just call it presence or consciousness or awareness. It's God. There is a. And and, and, and the question is, you know, the the thing is like when you because because you would say like it's apophatic, you can't explain it. But I would say no. The the Bible even says, and and, you know, your last book talked about this too that there's a personality aspect and there's also a non to to say like oh you would say like oh it's person to, to like give to say that god has emotions that's like apathetic or you know get that's giving a quality to god and but i would say that i don't know all we know is that we have emotions and stuff we don't know if the actual physical world is exists or if energy exists all we know is the emotions and the thoughts and stuff now you would say well that, that's just an you know you the way that you would look at before that's just an emergent process and the thoughts and the emotions they don't exist that's just maybe the chemicals coming together or maybe the, the subvocalized speech is creating the thoughts. And I don't know if you didn't say that, but, but you know, that's, it's just, you know, that's the illusion or maybe it's all the illusion, but all all, and all that is, is a quadrant. But all I know is that there, there could, this mystical, this reality could maybe has emotions and stuff. And I was thinking that maybe, you know, God really liked me and made, put me in that position and knew, saw everything that happened with the shootaway machine, saw how good I was and stuff. And, or maybe set up the whole thing to, to, to make a great story. But, you know, and maybe, maybe and, then he, he, and then he manipulated the awe of reality to create this four thing in order to, to elevate me, to exalt me. And that's a possibility. And, but it's not really to exalt me. It's really to exalt him, to show that he is all that is. And anybody who has the, the gall or, or the, the audacity to say like, oh, yeah, oh, it's just energy or it's just. And then he says, no, it's not. If you really have faith, I am doing all of this. And I will show you. And I'm going to show you through Ryan 
really it's and, 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 and but then the easiest thing to say would be and i think that this is the way that you were looking at it and a lot of people would be it's the easiest thing to say oh well the, it's just ryan has a he's just trying to find this pattern to, to find significance in himself. That must be it. Oh, because maybe the shootaway machine, the probably wasn't even the shootaway machine. Probably just Ryan has a uh, mental problems and it's, it's being carried over to this quadrant. No, trust me. I've studied all these audio books and I listen to all of them. And, and these people who, if it, I know that people recognize it now, I see it with so many people, they recognize it. They, and they, they like it when, when, because before I, I was moving toward your ideas of looking at it, I think it was kind of straying away from the truth a little bit. But the, the thing is, this is the truth that this fourfold magical, it's, it's magical. And then, and then but, but it'd be so easy to say, oh yeah, oh, maybe you're just looking for it. And, but it, it, the only way that you would not know that is if you listen to the audiobooks, books, all the audio books I listen to fast speed. And then you start to see, okay, wait, 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 that, that this is, this is uncanny, you know, all it's 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 not just people are organizing things in groups of fours like there, there's there's you know the, when world war one started it was because the guy got shot for ferdinand or whatever there was an assassination but it was on the fourth car at the fourth hour and then like you know this and so so either there's a like a conspiracy you know the, it's not and then people say oh well maybe there's just a conspiracy it would be an easy thing to say oh there's a conspiracy of historians maybe the illuminati is creating this and Ryan might be a part of the Illuminati and they're doing this four thing, playing with us. No, this, or it could be that too. And all that could be going on, but still there's something divine and something magical, mystical going on. That's supernatural. And then, and then remember when I brought, when we were watching those shows about the, any thoughts of that, Grandma? No. When we were watching those shows about the, um, about like the simulation theory that uh, Morgan Freeman was bringing up. And you're like, oh, that doesn't make sense to me. But you know, the, the thing is like, you gotta take in all these ideas and then like, you know, the idea, then then, then to say like, oh, well, God, it must be apophatic. And you know, you can't say anything about him. I don't know, maybe maybe the, he does have thoughts and maybe, maybe he does, you know, it, that, that's what like the all existence. Maybe thoughts aren't just a, a emergent property of, of the chemicals, that's just an illusion, you know of that and maybe that we're also you know there's the vibrations of existence and maybe there's the words of existence they, they say that they're in, in when the big bang happened it was vibrations maybe that was like a word but it doesn't matter even that what matters is that there the, this for the, there's a magical mystical aspect to it and and god is behind all of it and that's what he's showing here and is it to glorify me no it's to glorify him and he's just using me to show that and he's, oh, yeah, well, that's boasting. No, this is for God. Any thoughts of that? No. And, and, and it's so easy to discount it. It's so easy for someone to be lazy and not believe that, but just freaking look at all the audio books and stuff. And listen to all the stuff and don't, don't be lazy if you, if you really want to really be humble. You have to take the stuff into consideration. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about everybody. But people already know it because it's so obvious. I've showed it so much with so many things. But, <clears throat> but then, like you know, I was thinking about like when when you're talking about the any other thoughts that? No. When we were talking about like the you're saying like okay, well, it's the Bible doesn't say to believe in God. It says you know maybe that was a mistranslation. But again, I want to say you can look at it in either way. You could say that it says believe in. Or it could be believe into. That's another idea that people say believe into Jesus, which might be the flow and stuff like that. But I like the both ideas, and and, and really it doesn't matter. The, the second quadrant is the Christians, and they're believers. That's the second quadrant religion. But you know which one is right? I think that you hold on to a theoretical view, and it, it might be a very cool, good one. This believe into and transcend belief, and so you can be open to the flow and open to inspiration and the truth. Well, inspiration and the truth will tell you that the quadrant and God is behind everything. That's what, if, if you're really open to it, then you will be open to that. Well, no, that's just the ego. That's a, that's a theory. That's a belief. No, if, if you really are understand that truthfully, then you would understand that transcendence of belief would be the openness to the truth with a capital T. And it doesn't, and, and you don't, and you don't automatically assume that somebody who's proposing the truth is doing it from the ego standpoint. 
but <clears throat> what I'm saying is, yes, yeah, some some you could you could say, oh yeah, but but then also the people who believe it, that the Bible says the one thing that that you believe you should believe in Jesus. Let let it, that's good too. All of it's true. It doesn't matter. Why do we have to hold on to any one theoretical view? Like, and then and then also like the idea like, okay, then people could look at the Bible through the historical lens and they say, okay, no, no, this was just maybe it was just Jesus. What is a genetic Darwinian trick? And it was the to to fool, you know, the, the Jews were just fooling the Romans. And it was a way to, to defeat them by converting them. You know, that that's kind of like what Gibbons thought a little bit. And I kind of like articulated that theory to its fullest extent. You know, that that, that could it and, and it that could be very and then black people or Israelites even kind of look at it that way, that it was. You know, Israel's the only one that the racist view. Israel, but they say that the Jews were black. <laughs> but regardless, that that's a valid viewpoint, and you could look at the Bible and you could look at it and you could say that that's what it's about. <clears throat> or, or even discounting all the the supernatural stuff, you could look at through the historical genetic Darwinian lens and stuff, and and, and it was just a trick. <clears throat> and it makes complete sense. You know, you have faith, and it was just, it, and then Jesus actually liked the Jews better, who who were like the prodigal sons who weren't following the law, but then he saves them. That could be one view, <clears throat> but then also, and, and it, it, that's historical lens. But then also your your view, the transpersonal view, that Jesus, you know, he was going on the mountaintop and Luke and stuff, and he was going to all the people, and it was it was about transcending of the ego, and <clears throat> and moving beyond that to toward the oneness consciousness. That's also a valid, you know, that that, that maybe that's the most true. But again, it doesn't matter. Let the people believe what the, if because you what the, what's amazing about the Bible is you can hold these different views, and the Bible allows for them. That's an incredible thing, and and there's the four the four main, you know, cults about it. You know, the, the Seventh Day Adventists and this group, the Seventh Day Adventists say the Bible says you should do this. Okay, but and then you look at the transpersonal perspective. Okay, you would say, well, following the Sabbath, that's good, because, you know, any thoughts. No. They following the Sabbath. Oh, it's good because you know that that's any ritual is good because it takes you out of your habits and circumstances and other people and stuff. And but that's still a theoretical viewpoint that you're holding onto. And it, but but they're saying no, it, it's real. Uh, you know, the, the, there's a there, there's a the God who says for us to do this and stuff. And then, okay, whatever. They're they're following their quadrant in the matrix. Whatever. Everybody's doing their quadrant in the matrix. And, and, and the fact that they hold adamantly to their convictions, that's a part of the quadrant. That's the way Christianity is as a second quadrant. That's the way second quadrant people are. And religion is a second quadrant orientation thing anyways, all together out of the four feels inquiry. But, you know, that stuff doesn't even matter that much. What, what's the most important thing with the quadrant model is all of the examples where I show you it's a supernatural thing where I go through these books, these audio books, a math book, where he's, he's like, okay, and then, and then this happened with Feynman with the with that with that you know rocket that exploded and originally it was in four parts and you know all this stuff where it's like there's some sort of supernatural divine play going on and in and, and it could be like a dose ex machina kind of like a you know uh <clears throat> what's what's the word for it when it's like a like an anti-climax of reality. Oh, it's all just the four? Well, it's not really. What it's showing is, it really is showing that there is a God. There is some sort of higher force. And, and then, you know, so so then you would say, but oh yeah, but that's anthropomorphizing, saying that there's like some sort of intelligence, applying intelligence and stuff. So what? That might be the way it is. And if you're open, and if you really understand the flow, then, you know, then you'd be open to that. And you, you, even, under, you even acknowledge that. But there is some sort of thing and that's what your rancher book talks about. They say God is both personality, like intelligence and stuff like that, and and, he, and there's the other aspect too. But regardless, what what this what the quadrant model really should do is it really is humbling. It shows that there's something controlling this stuff. And then you say, oh, but but then that takes away from your existentialist uh, free will. Do what you will. You know, take responsibility. Okay, whatever. But. What was really humbling, and that might be true. That might be an existentially valid thing to do, but there is something controlling this stuff, creating this fourfold magical thing that's going on. And it's saying, 
you're not in control right here. Or maybe you are. Maybe you're creating too. But there is some sort of fourfold magical thing. Maybe, maybe, and maybe it's an anticlimax like, oh, so whatever. So what? So what? That's what reality is. That's what. You know? Well, that's disappointing. No, it's not. You know, it's, it is what it is. You know, any thoughts of that? No. All right. But uh, do you want? Can we listen to Walt Whitman? Yeah. Well, I have one one thought. It doesn't matter what I think. Yeah, but but you see what I'm saying? That that the, you know, and and, and then there's the idea of the simulation theory, and and, the, and you know, like even that that guy Robert Anton Wilson, he's saying, well, people say, you know, the the, the rationalists, they're gonna say, oh yeah, when they people take those hallucinogenics. It's just that they're manipulating the chemicals and then they're having hallucinations of these beings. But then they say, well, how come everyone has the same hallucinations? Well, maybe the same chemicals are being manipulated. But then Anton Wilson says, well, maybe there's actually these beings. Maybe there's these spiritual beings and this opening in us to them. And maybe we're just a part of these spiritual beings project, these higher dimensional beings. And we're just a part of their, te they're testing us. We're their experiment. And that's what the, you know, and the plants kind of, you know, <clears throat> the, you know, the, the fourth quadrant, <clears throat> is knowing which is related to eating which is related to the wine eating the wine <clears throat> or any drug <clears throat> and that can maybe open you up to being and maybe there is it you know it doesn't have to make sense maybe there is essentially extra dimensional beings and and they're they're manipulating things but even there's a higher force than that so then to worship them as gods well the highest force is a quadrant but you know but but my point is all the the rationalist view it doesn't necessarily have to hold water in a dream. Things don't have, you know, what, what's rationalism or even trying to make sense of anything keeps you within this, within the structure of the dream. So what I'm saying is, okay, maybe the historians are right. You know, the historians say, Oh, Oh, the, the Bible, the reason why it, you know, in Matthew, Jesus is more Israel, Israel centric, and maybe he's more racist, but then in Luke, he's more for everybody. And maybe, you know, maybe the transfer perspective is right. Maybe it is, you know, we, yeah, the flow, the quadrant, the fourth quadrant. And, and yeah, Jesus was on the mountaintop and he was, when, when he multiplied the bread, he was moving toward even the Gentiles and stuff. And, and, and it's about, you know, expansion toward the truth. But, okay, Matthew's the second quadrant gospel. And that one's more Israel-centric. And that's what second quadrant is always more related like the family. But then the third quadrant is bringing Luke, which is bringing you toward, all of humanity. Okay, well, that's the nature of the third quadrant. It's expanding more. And then the fourth quadrant is John, which is way different. And it says, so you could look at it through the historian and say, well, well, what happened was it was because more Gentiles were getting involved and they became more anti-Jew. Whereas at the beginning, it was more Jews were involved. Well, that's one well, that's one lens. But then the other lens is, well, your lens, okay, the transpersonal perspective. Well, maybe, you know, all of it was, you know, it was, it was pointed to transcendent, non-dual consciousness. Okay. That's one lens. That's that's and that could be the most amazing one, whatever. But all these lenses fit, and that's the beauty thing. And and the thing is, all of them are contradictory, but they all work. So, and when I say what the quadrant is, great because that the different quadrants, you know, the, you know, so the historians they have their rationalist view, and it and it and it functions. But regardless in a dream, anything functions. Both of them are going to function. But that's so incredible about the Bible that it can function on all those levels. Like, any thoughts on that? No. But, but I appreciate your, your view the best because it opened my mind to a, a transcendent dimension of the non-dual transpersonal that I needed to understand. But at the same time, I don't want to discount, you know, because you, you say, well, it's all spirit. It's all energy, apophatic. But then I don't want to discount the people who say, well, God's a human or, or not a human, but a, a anthropomorphic. And they say, well, look at the Bible. It says, you know, it says that God smells and God has anger and stuff. Well, maybe the universe, even maybe God isn't anthropomorphic, but maybe there is anthropomorphic aspects of it. Maybe there is an intelligence and thoughts going on in a higher domain type of thing. And maybe that's why we have it because we're a reflection of that. 
but then you can say, okay, but but then also the transpersonal, your perspective is also valid. But my point is, you know, any thoughts on that? No, my point is it doesn't matter what I think. But it might matter. You see, and that's the thing, and that's why I like Heraclitus. Well, it might. I'm just I'm just saying that's my point of view. Yeah, I know. It doesn't but, matter. Yeah. But what I like about I'm Heraclitus, not saying right. What I like about Heraclitus is, is you know, he says he says it might be best not to say anything at all, because anything you say might be not be right. But then you say that, and then you just saying that is discounting that. And then, so all yeah, I'm saying it's, is- It's saying, that, saying just, that that's right. It, yeah, it's just paradoxes and it's contradictions, and that's what I like. You know what I mean? I like that. I like it, I like it, the, 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 that play of, of you know, and, and that might be the most elemental thing, like the, the mind playing in, in reality. It could be a playful type of thing, but any thoughts of that? No. All right, let's check out Walden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, please visit LibriVox.org. This reading by Gordon McKenzie. I mean, yeah, because like the, the genetic Darwinists, they say they would say like, oh, Jesus was just for his genes and stuff, and it was just all play. And 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 maybe the Christians came and they, they made it more Christian, or the Gentiles came and they made it more Christian and anti-Jew and stuff. And that's one perspective. And then the other perspectives and... But it's just amazing that all the perspectives seem to fit and they have logical coherence. Because in a dream, the dream affords anybody logical coherence. And again, it could just be that God is allowing for my solipsistic world in, in creating this thing. Or maybe maybe there, there's like, there is Illuminati and there is like, you know, only only some people are conscious and other people are just like ro robots, you know, philosophical zombies and stuff. And God's, you know, manipulating things and, you know, or, or, or he's changing the past. He's changing the future to, to make this fourfold thing. Or maybe it was always that way. But regardless, it's amazing how all these things, you know, the simulation theory. But but all I do know is even like the simulation theory seems a little shallow to me. I What I do know is that there's there does, what, what I think can't be denied is with this quadrant thing. And that's why I think it's so magical and perfect and wonderful about the quadrant thing is it's pointing that there is some sort of magical higher power. Go, you know. That's what I think. And I think that that's humbling. And, and whether it's self-confirmatory or not, whatever. It, it, can be, it, it can be whatever you want it to be. But there is that going on within my experience matrix. And then you could say, well, well, don't trust your experience matrix. Well, that's all that I have to go by. Any thoughts on that? No. David Thoreau. Chapter One <coughs> Economy. When I wrote the following pages, or rather the bulk of them, I lived alone, in the woods, a mile from any neighbor, in a house which I had built myself on the shore of Walden Pond, in Concord, Massachusetts, and earned my living by the labor of my hands only. I lived there two years and two months. At present, I am a sojourner in civilized life again. I should not obtrude my affairs so much on the notice of my readers, if very particular inquiries had not been made by my townsmen concerning my mode of life, which some would call impertinent, though they do not appear to me at all impertinent, but considering the circumstances very natural and pertinent. Some have asked what I got to eat, if I did not feel lonesome, if I was not afraid, and the like. Others have been curious to learn what portion of my income I did. Any thoughts? No, I, I really, I, I kind of just want to go to a university, have some sort of university accept me and just live there. You know, I, I want to go back to UCSD or something, but I, I do want to play basketball and all that and get the basketball. But I kind of just want to go there and just like, I want to go back to UCSD. I, I hope that they could just accept me back and just be like, okay, study and, and, and get all the information you can, Ryan Merkel, and do, because you discovered theory of everything. And and, and then I want to just like study all the math. I want to study all the stuff so I can get, you know, the, the deepest levels of understanding of everything. And, and, 
you know, I want to sit in, the, in on the lectures at the school like I did when I was at UCSD and just like keep studying and like any thoughts on that? Well, apply. Well, I'm going to go there. For, I'm going to freaking go there soon and I'm just going to talk to these guys. I'll be like, listen, can you check out this stuff and can you please just consider, you know, because the thing about applying is I don't want to like waste my time and then have them not accept me or something like I need to like see these people and, and have them acknowledge the quadrant model and say, okay, come, you did something big. We will support you in your endeavors. You know, I, my thoughts? Well, go give it a shot. Yep. Voted to charitable purposes and some who have large families, how many poor children I maintained. I will therefore ask those of my readers who feel no particular interest in me to pardon me if I undertake to answer some of these questions in this book. In most books, the I, or first person, is omitted. In this, it will be retained. That and I'm not going to lie, Grandpa, I've been, I've been a little bit distraught because, you know, my computer's not working again with the porn blocker thing. And it's like, it's just like so frustrating. And, and I might need to like buy a porn blocker. Like, I would love to just get into a university and start making money too and also start teaching. Maybe, maybe let me teach a class too. I mean, make some exceptions for Ryan Merkel who discovered a theory of everything. I'm not being arrogant. It's just like, let, let, okay, all that stuff that happened before, whatever. Listen, listen to Emerson. Things change. Things are amorphous. I was a really great person. And I'm going to talk to Michael Massad, and we're going to have podcasts on this stuff. But just make some exceptions. And, and the thing is like, yeah, but, I'm, you know, I have the, I have the, the porn's not working, blocker's not working. Like, I would like to start making money too, like t teaching this stuff. And it's like, okay. Well, maybe you're going to be like a cult leader. No, I'm not. I'm a normal good person, you know? It's like, any thoughts of that? No. That in respect to egotism is the main difference. We commonly do not remember that it is, after all, always the first person that is speaking. I should not talk so much about myself if there were anybody else whom I knew as well. Unfortunately, I am confined to this theme by the narrowness of my experience. Moreover, I, on my side require of every writer, first or last, a simple and sincere account of his own life, and not merely what he has heard of other men's lives, some such account as he would send to his kindred from a distant land, or if he has lived sincerely, it must have been in a distant land to me. Perhaps these pages are more particularly addressed <coughs> to poor students. As for the rest of my readers, they will accept such portions as apply to them. I trust that none will stretch the seams in putting on the coat, for it may do good service to him whom it fits. I would fain say something, not so much concerning the Chinese and Sandwich Islanders as you who read these pages, who are said to live in New England, something about your condition, especially your outward condition or circumstances in this world, in this town, what it is, whether it is necessary that it be as bad as it is, whether it cannot be improved as well as not. I have traveled a good deal in Concord, and everywhere, in shops and offices and fields. Any thoughts? No. The inhabitants have appeared to me to be doing penance in a thousand remarkable ways. What I have heard of Brahmins sitting exposed to four fires and looking in the face of the sun, or hanging suspended with their heads downward over flames, or looking at the heavens over their shoulders until it becomes impossible for them to resume their natural position while from the twist of the neck nothing but liquids can pass into their stomach, or dwelling chained for life at the foot of a tree, or measuring with their bodies like caterpillars the breadth of vast empires, or standing on one leg on the top of pillars. Even these forms of conscious penance are hardly more incredible and astonishing than the scenes which I daily witness. The twelve labors of Hercules were trifling in comparison with those which my neighbors have undertaken, for they were only twelve, and had an end. But I could never see that these men slew or captured any monster or finished any labor. They had no friend, Iolus, to burn with a hot iron the root of the hydra's head. But as soon as one head is crushed, two spring up. I see young men, my townsmen, whose misfortune it is to have inherited farms, houses, barns, cattle, and farming tools. For these are more easily acquired than got rid of. Better if they had been born in the open pasture and suckled by a wolf that they might have seen with clearer eyes what field they were called to labor in. Who made them serfs of the soil? Why should they eat their sixty acres, when man is condemned to eat only his peck of dirt? Why should they begin digging their graves as soon as they are born? They have got to live a man's life, 
pushing all these things before them, and get on as well as they can. How many a poor, immortal soul have I met well-nigh crushed and smothered under its load, creeping down the road of life, pushing before it a barn seventy-five feet by forty, its Augean stables never cleansed, and one hundred acres of land, tillage, mowing, pasture, and woodlot. The portionless, but with no such unnecessary inherited hindrances, find it labor enough to subdue and cultivate a few cubic feet of flesh. But men labor under a mistake. The better part of the man is soon plowed into the soil for compost. By a seeming fate, commonly called necessity, they are employed, as it says in an old book, laying up treasures which moth and rust will corrupt and thieves break through and steal. It is a fool's life, as they will find when they get to the end of it, if not before. It is said that Dusalion and Pyra created men by throwing stones over their heads behind them. In the genus durum sumus experiensque laborum, e documenta damus qua simus origin nati, or as Raleigh rhymes it in his sonorous way. From thence our kind hard-hearted is, enduring pain and care, approving that our bodies of a stony nature are. So much for a blind obedience to a blundering oracle. It does. No. Throwing the stones over their heads behind them and not seeing where they fell. Most men, even in this comparatively free country, through mere ignorance and mistake, are so occupied with the factitious cares and superfluously coarse labors of life that its finer fruits cannot be plucked by them. Their fingers, from excessive toil, are too clumsy and tremble too much for that. Actually, the laboring man has not leisure for a true integrity day by day. He cannot afford to sustain the manliest relations to men. His labor would be depreciated in the market. He has no time to be anything but a machine. How can he remember well? <coughs> he doesn't. No. He's like a little bit like a little bit like Communist Manifesto, you know. He does. Oh yeah. He's kind of he's kind of. Uh, it's a polemic kind of against the people who are just like you know stuck in this labor cycle. It's like a critique of that, huh? Well, yeah, if you if you just settle for being a laborer rather than philosophizing while you're laboring. Yeah, but then, you know, also in like in India, though, they have the different castes, you know, because you can't really philosophize that much when you're laboring. So that's why they have the Brahmins who are the you were supposed to do the philosophy and then they have the, the they have no, a labor class. No, you, you can. I know. Yeah. Okay. I've experienced it. Okay, but what what about the. But are are you just are you trying to justify? <clears throat> and, no, uh, it's been, been my, that's been my experience. But are you trying to legitimize the you know because because like Marx and but but you would also understand that there's um that there's abuses involved. Can, well, sure, you can you can. You can um, be distracted by being busy, or you can be distracted by being lazy. So I'm talking about like you know people are born into poverty and they stay. You know, there's a cat. There's a caste system in America where people stay in poverty, and and you could say, okay, well, because they're settling for it or not. But but then a lot of people say, no, it's because of capital and and because of a system that maintain maintains itself and. You know, this is a li liberal leftist view, whereas I think that you're taking more of the right wing view. Any thoughts on that? Well, you see, that's that's looking for causes and effects. That this causes this and this causes this. Well, maybe causes aren't that powerful. Yeah, but maybe you're blaming. They the are they? Maybe maybe what you're saying is like, well, yeah, they they settle for laboring, but they could, you know, they could work their way up. But again, could they? Well, I mean, I understand in your existentially valid viewpoint in, in the idea of like, you know, existentialists, they're saying like, well, yeah, well, all you do is take responsibility and work your way up, but but can they really? And then, well, we don't want to yeah. settle for the view that they can't because then that's, you know, the, but, 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 but really though, can they? I don't know. And 
the evidence the evidence indicates that they can well some can but the evidence actually indicates the opposite that we're in a caste system and that it that it's maintained that people stay within their well, that's and and maybe see, like one see, in that's... a one in a trillion becomes lucky and and you know breaks out of his caste and he doesn't one in a million they say that the caste system in America is is like extreme, like any thousand. No, you can interpret it however you want. You can give credit to the caste system. You can give credit to your reasons and explanations, or you can give credit to God. Yeah, but regardless. Okay, so what you're saying is, yeah, well, they don't have to settle for the for the working and stuff, but but you know, but some people say that you know, like, what about those labor unions and stuff where the people were being abused and stuff? Okay, but then you say, okay, well, that's a concession, and then we then but but, but society, you have to you have to work your way out of it. So you don't want to justify it, you know. Transformations occur, and you recognize that exploitation is occurring. So then you set up labor unions and you set up new conditions and stuff, and you can you can help to facilitate that, right? Yeah. And it doesn't. But again, who no. his ignorance, which his growth requires, who has so often to use his knowledge. We should feed and clothe him gratuitously sometimes, and recruit him with our cordials before we judge of him. The finest qualities of our nature, like the bloom on fruits can be preserved only by the most delicate handling. Yet we do not treat ourselves, nor one another, thus tenderly. Some of you, we all know, are poor, find it hard to live, are sometimes, as it were, gasping for breath. I have no doubt that some of you who read this book are unable to pay for all the dinners which you have actually eaten, or for the coats and shoes which are fast wearing or already worn out, and have come to this page to spend borrowed, or stolen time, robbing your creditors of an hour. It is very evident what mean. It doesn't. No. And then the irony is, a lot of those people, they end up voting for Trump, or they end up voting for a Republican who who may, who really wants to maintain those conditions. It's almost like they're saying, "Please maintain our condition." Like any thoughts of that? So, so right now, am I blaming the victim? Any thoughts of that? No. And sneaking lives many of you live, for my sight has been wetted by experience. Always on the limits, trying to get into business, trying to get out of debt. A very ancient slow, called by the Latins, ace alienum, another's brass, for some of their coins were made of brass. Still living and dying and buried by this other's brass always promising to pay, promising to pay tomorrow, and dying today, insolvent, seeking to curry favor to get custom, by how many modes, only not state prison offenses, lying, flattering, voting, contracting yourself into a nutshell of civility, or dilating into an atmosphere of thin and vaporous generosity, that you may persuade your neighbor to let you make his shoes, or his hat, or his coat, or his carriage, or import his groceries for him, making yourself sick, that you may lay up something against a sick day, something to be tucked away in an old chest, or in a stocking behind the plastering, or more safely in the brick bank. No matter what... It doesn't. Yeah, you can't create a homemade plan of protection. So, so is Thoreau uh, kind of retreating from society? And trying to is he is he or is he transcending it? Well, I see him as transcending it, and he retreated in order to contemplate that possibility. No matter how much or how little, I sometimes wonder that we can be so frivolous. I may almost say, as to attend to the gross but somewhat foreign form of servitude called Negro slavery. There are so many keen and subtle masters that enslave both North and South, 
It is hard to have a southern overseer. It is worse to have a northern one. But worst of all, when you are the slave driver of yourself. Talk of a divinity in man. Look at the teamster on the highway wending to market by day or night. Does any divinity stir within him? His highest duty to fodder and water his horses. What is his destiny to him compared with the shipping interests? Does not he drive for Squire Makester? How godlike, how immortal is he? See how he cowers and sneaks. How vaguely all the day he fears, not being immortal nor divine, but the slave and prisoner of his own opinion of himself. A fame won by his own deeds. Public opinion is a weak tyrant compared with our own private opinion. What a man thinks of himself, that it is which determines, or rather indicates, his fate. Self-emancipation. West Indian provinces of the fancy and imagination. What Wilberforce is there to bring that about? Think also of the ladies of the land weaving toilet cushions against the last day, not to betray too green an interest in their fates, as if you could kill time without injuring eternity. The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. What is called resignation is confirmed. Yeah, that's that's why I want to listen to this one because that's where he said it. So yeah, I thought that came from Shakespeare. That comes from him. Or maybe, or maybe he's David quoting Thoreau, Shakespeare. Maybe Henry David Thoreau got it from Shakespeare. Yeah. But he doesn't. No. You like Henry David Thoreau or oh yeah. From the desperate city, you go into the desperate country. Console yourself with the bravery of minks and muskrats. A stereotyped but unconscious despair is concealed even under what are called the games and amusements of mankind. There is no play in them, for this comes after work. But it is a characteristic of wisdom not to do desperate things. When we consider what? Hey, does that? No. Does that mean it's characteristic of wisdom not to do desperate things? Any thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I must have missed something there. It's an interesting idea. Use the words of the catechism. Is the chief end of man? And what are the true necessaries and means of life? It appears as if men had deliberately chosen the common mode of living because they preferred it to any other. Yet they honestly think there is no choice left. But alert and healthy natures remember that the sun rose clear. It is never too late to give up our prejudices. No way of thinking or doing, however ancient, can be trusted without proof. What everyone echoes, or in silence passes by as true today, may turn out to be falsehood tomorrow. It doesn't? Yeah, well, that's consistent with my understanding. Yeah, well, it's, Don't it's cling like to any belief. Well, but but there's, but there's still a truth. So you you see, don't cling to a belief, but then you don't want to cling to that belief of not clinging to belief. So you can have a belief. So it's just like it's contradictions again. But my point is like you know they used to say you know don't do or do static stretches before you work out. But now they say don't do that. You know it's true. Or they say like the 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 stuff changes. But at the same time, there is consistencies in in, in things that, that are stable, like the quadrant you always see in the background. Like they used to say, okay. It should be a food pyramid. They had four levels. But now they say, no, it should be a food plate, not a pyramid. But it's still four parts. But you see, that, so there is a consistency behind it, but it's <laughs> still a quadrant consistency. But but my point is, like, yeah, there, there is there is an absolute, and there also is non-absolutes, and there is change and stuff. But but my point is, like, okay, yeah, he's, he's saying, it, you know, and also, but a lot of times people are just wrong. Like, people – so, for instance, a lot of coaches would say, okay, shoot square. But that would say shoot sideways, the exact opposite, and not maybe the best shooter. Sadly, you got the shooting machine. I couldn't, you couldn't see that. But it's just like, yeah, a lot of times people say things. And that's why you, it's true. Don't trust these stupid dumbasses. Like, you, you, you go on Facebook, and then you'll, you'll see, like, some, some like, guy, like, I, I'll give an example. Like, the, the other day, a, a physicist, a famous physicist, not a bad guy, but he posted this thing, like, Yes, I believe in like experiments. He's trying to discount like the mathematical and abstract uh, 
way that phys- physics is going. But physics is the first quadrant science, so it's going to be more mental and abstract and stuff. But but then I, I posted, well, Einstein said put the abstract and the mathematical first, and then the, the experimental will, will cooperate with it. He said that the most beautiful theory is going to be the one that experiment is going to validate. So he was kind of more Platonist, and he was saying the opposite of this guy. You know, but any thoughts on that? Well, not that particular, but see, I think what Thoreau is saying is, even if it's true, it doesn't help to believe it tomorrow. You need to rediscover it anew. So the only thing new is rediscovering what you already know. And it's only in that rediscovery and that 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 fresh realization that it has any power or impact. Yeah, I, would, I would say to remember, that, it, to, to remember it, to remember it has no impact, mm-hmm. has no power. Yeah, I would say that there's truth to that, but there's also just truth to the idea of you you can remember stuff and that's fine, but but keep on increasing your level of awareness and, and your environment's going to going to uh, interact with you. So like, you know, you're, if, if you have a, a viewpoint that's not harmonious, then people are going to treat you wrong, you know, and, and, and just, just keep on building it. And, and, and like, I would have had the miraculous thing where I listened to those lectures I made in 2013, where I was talking about the individuals and, and also I read the books I wrote when 2011, we're talking about like each individual is important and stuff and it, and don't judge people based off of groups and stuff, but individuals, but then also we don't want to deny that part that there's, there is group differences between men and women and stuff like that. And, and there is intricacies and stuff, you know, black race and white race. Yeah. It is sort of social construction, but there also is aspects of it where there is more genetic diversity within quote unquote Africans and stuff. And, and, you know, but the thing is what's important is to, Get all those details. And and as Sadhguru said, look at the rock from all the angles and get a deeper perspective. And it's true, yeah, don't settle, but continually get deeper, deeper, deeper insight. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, that's what I mean by by rediscovering it. And that, that's the great thing that's about a, the Quadrum. The Quadrum, although, is it offers, offers a framework that you can build from and you can, and, and you, you, it's important. And it also, it's not just a framework. It's, re, you know, it's, it appears that that's what reality is doing. You know, that, that there is a magical aspect. Many thoughts there. No. Mere smoke of opinion, which some had trusted for a cloud that would sprinkle fertilizing rain on their fields. What old people say you cannot do, you try and find that you can. Old deeds for old people and new deeds for new old people did not know it doesn't yeah old ideas remembered ideas are old people old people remember old ideas new people rediscover the old ideas um it makes me think of i think it was like popper or coon talked about that with science that you know, like, like new ideas, like Copernican, like people didn't believe it at first. And Copernican died w- with his book in his possession with nobody studying it. And because they hold on to their old ideas in, in like the quadrant, like it's, it's about to get big. People already see it because it's indisputable, but you know, people hold on to it. And that's, that's, that's the thing that happens. And then also like and people are already looking at it. It's just, it's not the theory. That's the problem. They're, they're afraid of me, but that's why I'm working on, you know, damage control and and you know but i i think that i present myself good now you know but you you know i I would advise you to at least consider that it's not that they're afraid of you no no every everybody who i see likes the quadrant model who i talk to they believe it it's not because they're not you don't because you have you you don't you haven't studied all this stuff and you have your preconceived notions in my opinion Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who but, says I don't believe it? No, it doesn't only matter. You say it. No, 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 but I, I, only, I, I you say, only, only you say I don't believe no, it. No, 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 I think, I think that there, no, but I, I do have a, a feeling about your, your nature, your characteristics that is a little bit different. And, and, and people can say, oh, it's because of what you're white or you're German or, or because of your INFP or I don't know, but it doesn't matter all that. But all I'm saying is, no, people really like it and people 
understand the quadrant model. When I tried to uh, explain it through your prism, trying to do it like you, like everything is energy and stuff. I tried to go through that for like five years and people didn't like it. But if you look at my first videos, people were liking it a lot. But then you, you, then, then you were saying like that I was being a parasite and then I got conservative and stuff. Cause I thought that that's what you were. And, but it doesn't matter. Things are, things are so complex. Things are complex. But all I'm saying is this, according to Kuhn, people hold on to new old ideas a lot. And that's what happened with Boltzmann when he, dis when he discovered the idea of molecules and they didn't believe it. That's what happened to great J.R. Cantor. We discovered the multiple infinities and they put him in a psych ward. You know, that's what happened to a lot of the guys. And maybe they're also INTPs and maybe they also did act different because they, you know, maybe they were afraid to, you know, they, they were showing it in a weird way because <clears throat> you know, they didn't want to be appear as incompetent and stuff. And, you know, there, there's so many complexities. What I'm saying is this, according to Kuhn, science is, is a lot based off of popularity contests and about power more so than uh, truth. You know, the, the most powerful hold sway in a lot of ways, but also there also is a truth aspect of it. You can't deny the truth. It's not just, you know, Kuhn, you know, you, we don't want to say that Kuhn is completely right with it. Yeah, there, there is other aspects. But any thoughts on that? Yeah, well, you see, even a true idea is old and has no power when you're holding on to it. Let what me just like give you an illustration. Just let me, let me finish. Yeah. It's like playing music. You see, you can, I can memorize a, an entire symphony and play it by ear. And then I can rely on remembering it. But the next time I play it, if I play it from memory, it has no power, it has no impact. I have to rediscover the truth and the reality of that piece of music the next time I play it. It does not help to remember it. You have to recall it and, 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 and it has to become new at the time, every time you play it. Otherwise, it's a waste of your time and it's a waste of the time of the audience if it doesn't become new each time you state it. You know, that, that's a beautiful idea and it's a great, you know, great truth in, in basketball and in music, but not, there's also false analogies and false equivalences and not everything's the same. And, and that can uh, be- I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure about that. That can become a, that can become a memorized idea in and of itself. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, there's yeah, all yeah. If it's a if it, if it's a memorized idea, it has no power, it has no impact. So but what I'm saying is like, but maybe it does though. But what I'm saying is this. If it, maybe it, it doesn't. Okay, in music that's definitely true in, in ways. It it can be true, but also you can make beautiful music that's memorized, and maybe that's your intention behind that music, and maybe that's what you're trying to illustrate. And, and because different music, you know, there, there's Mozart's music, but then there's also postmodern music. And there's, you know, there could be a music where it's just, you know, completely the guy's trying to completely be uh, non-automatic and uh, and planned out and non-spontaneous. And maybe he's trying to convey something with that. And maybe that there's a beauty in that because it's, it's bringing, you know, it, it's illustrating something that that brings about ideas in people's minds and brings about new realizations <clears throat> but you know maybe it's just like completely organized and designed and non-spontaneous okay well what is he trying to illustrate with that but, but my point is that yes there, there's something that very valid about what you're saying and i know that with basketball if, if you're doing a spontaneous i i knew that when i was, I was doing huge stuff but at the same time not, there's false equivalences science is not the same as art always like the mendel punnett square every time i see a mendel punnett square it's true it, that's how the genetics works. Yeah, Although there's, also, you, there's also intricacies. That's because that's because you rediscover it as true. You don't remember it as true. You rediscover it as true. What's the difference? Profound difference. Okay, Mendel's Punnett squares. Eat, it works every time, and I know some people could just memorize it and not yeah. really understand it, and some people can really truly understand it. Okay, and it, it's a quadrant. Yeah, that's even, understanding. even if you do, even if you do truly understand it, it has no impact on your life and, and, until it Why does it matter if it has impact on your life? Why do we have to care about having an impact on people's lives? Rather than it just being true for true's sake, like any thoughts on it? Yeah, 
that's nonsense. Well, I mean, no, but that's that's one theoretical position, and that's one position that you're taking that it matters about people's lives. But that's 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 a theory. Like, and, and I know that you you have uh, maybe a penchant toward that because I, I saw that with the you know your idea of anti-entropic reordering function, in in trying to go to like a you know that we're going toward you know that there's something after life that you know molecules create cells and cells create life but what comes after life okay but that's still like that that's that's making assumptions and stuff when really like molecules and cells are just the quadrant stuff and maybe it's there's nothing after life and it's just playing itself out it's just we're in a play and and the idea that there is molecules isn't even something that's really true necessarily that could just you know well, according I, I, to the ideas of the matrix people, true. they say it's a projection there is yeah, there is no yeah, there it's is. Just energy. It's just energy events. Even that, it might not be true. Was what I'm what I'm getting at, and and what I what I'm getting at is you know according to the people who have the matrix idea and the projections, they're saying that you know everything, anything in the. Oh yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, not a problem. All right. Bye. Bye. So they're saying that anything in the external reality might not really be true. And, 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 you know, it's just a projection. It's actually just mathematics at the center. It's zeros and ones. It could be a simulation in a computer. That's what I'm getting at. So it might not even be energy. It's just, it, it just appears to be energy. But what I'm getting at is this. <laughs> yeah, it's not energy. It's not energy. Okay, yeah. I, but you still are thinking that there's something there necessarily. But no, but nothing's here. I know. I know. How do you know? What you're saying. How, do you know? How do you know what I think? How do you know what I think? Okay, it doesn't matter. But but all I all I'm getting at is this, is that somebody can. There's. I understand this idea of like okay, spontaneity and stuff. That's good and everything. But you're making assumptions too about the, you know, what what comes after life and all that and. And it could just be a play. It could just be, and maybe the Gnostics are right. The Gnostics say that we're in a prison or, or and it's kind of like the, the, uh, what's it called? Uh, Scientologists too, that, you know, we're, we're going through like the, the, these, these plays and stuff, but it's just a fiction. We're in a prison and it's not going toward a kingdom of heaven or whatever. That's just something that keeps you within the matrix. Your, your, your hope and desire for that. And, and then you have the Hindus who, who also kind of ascribe to that belief. And then that's why they go off and they meditate and, and they, and they don't eat and, and they, but then you, but then in your view, cause they were going, cause you have a, a, a proclivity toward one perspective, maybe because you're white, maybe because you're INFP, I don't know, but, or maybe not, but it doesn't matter why the quadrant, maybe because the quadrant, but the point is that you, your, your perspective is, well, those guys are, you know, they're, they're still self-confirmatory what they're doing and and how do you doing. know how do you know that's my how do you know that's my perspective well I, I it doesn't matter but what i'm getting at is that they don't ascribe to the idea of a something coming after life and, and stuff and even if they did even if they I did don't either even if that's true yeah okay so okay so you you don't anymore okay maybe you don't but maybe you maybe you do have a an inclination toward that in your in your core and maybe you know, but but what I'm getting at is this, is that they're they're doing their thing, and maybe they're just doing their thing because that they're the fourth quadrant, and the fourth quadrant is more lazy. But so what? That's just the quadrant playing itself out again, and the white and the white people killing them is the water killing the fire because it's the four elements, and maybe you know. But then you said that well, that seems crazy. But again, reality might be crazy, but it's logical. And there might be a coherent structure within the within the quadrant matrix, so it might be crazy and not crazy at the same time. Any thoughts, Grandpa? No. All right, let's see here. We... It's it's about time we we just about up, and I gotta go pick up Pierre. All right. All right, Grandpa. Okay.
How's it going? Hello? Yeah, we're on. Yes, how's it going? Good. Just took Pierre down to get his hair cut. 